Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to Mark and Kitchen. Follow Ben on Twitter at YoungBenWEEI. Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. All right, back here in the Morgan Kitchen Show, the at Young Ben WEI promo or tease or whatever it is will uh, never get old for me, Kitchen. Why does he just that. say, why does he say Ben so weird? You <laughs> notice that too? No, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I don't All know. Right. He's probably put, trying to put some emphasis on your voice, on your name. I don't know. Not on your voice, on your name. Make it sound sure. good. Make it sound big time. Um, all right, I wanted an answer to that question. Is Bill Belichick hurting his legacy ultimately? But first, let's talk to Greg in Rhode Island. Hey, Greg. Guys. What's going on, man? What's up? No, not much. Listen, you touched on a couple of things, so let me uh, let me rattle it off. Yeah. A game mm-hmm. of college football is great. Evidence, Washington, Oregon yesterday. The game of college football is screwed up. The playoff, I agree with you. 12 teams is too many, but you're going to satisfy all the whiners like Ohio State and LSU and Alabama who don't make their conference playoffs, be that as it may. The other thing I want to touch about is everybody in Patriots Nation thinks that Bo Nix is some sort of savior. Watching the game yesterday played a great game, but he is exactly Mac Jones. Everything back foot, back foot. It's just the superior receivers over inferior defenders that you don't see in the pro game. So, you know, he's not the guy. I I don't care what you say. And he's going to win the Heisman, and the problem is he shouldn't. He's not the best quarterback even in the Pac-12. So that's all I got for you guys. You'll have a great show. All right, thanks, Greg. Listen, Bo Nix, I I watched a lot of Bo Nix when he was at Auburn, and Mm -hmm. I I completely forgot. He was forgettable at best at Auburn. Now, I understand that Oregon system's a little bit better. They've got better play, whatever it is. Um I am not. I'm not even considering Bo Nix. Not anywhere near the top of the draft. I mean, if he was still there in the middle rounds, sure, you take a. Fly- He's a flyer for me. Bo Nix is not on my board. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think he's you know second, third round guy to most people in the NFL. Like I don't. I don't think people are around the NFL are like, ooh, got to take him in the first round. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone's thinking that. I don't. You know, maybe Greg's heard other people were saying that he might be the savior. I, I've heard more pushback against him than I have praise of him. 
in terms of the Patriots drafting him. And Penix is an interesting prospect, but nothing, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm impressed. I think it will be very, I, I'm happy that they made the playoff um, because I think that will be a great test for him against some of those, you know, the Michigans or the Georgias or one of those types of teams. I want to see him in that game. Nothing against any of the Pac-12 teams or some of the competition he's faced this year. I just want to see him against those types of defenses and those types of schemes and athletes from some of the other conferences. That will tell me a lot. And it's a big game. It's a playoff game. Not that last night wasn't a big game. This is a big game. It's a playoff game. I want to see how he handles those situations. Um, I'm not in love with him, but I'm willing to keep the door open on um, – on him becoming a quarterback, I'll tell you who I really liked from that game last night was Dylan Johnson, the running back for Washington. I thought that kid was special. That, that He's playing hurt. Everything he did was downhill. It just felt like every time he touched the ball, he was going to get seven yards. That was an awesome display from him last night. Um, in terms of what I wanted to get to, Kitch, I'm just, I've always had the position and held the position that Bill Belichick's legacy should not come into question, even with the struggles now. But I think it's getting to a point, and we'll see if he goes somewhere after the Patriots, and we'll see what type of success he has. But Benny hasn't had that much success outside of Tom Brady. He's had some, Cleveland, some. But at New England, really hasn't had much. And I'm just, is he, if it gets, if it stays this bad, is he going to hurt his legacy? Am I misplaced? Hold on, hold on. Can I, can I just stop you right there? Yes. Take the word going to or take the words going to out of that question because he has been hurting his legacy. Do you listen to the show before us? Yes. You I listen to Scott show. and Nick, right? Yeah. I listen all the time and I've listened to Scott a lot and I've listened to him adjust. We always do this, especially our two stupid shows do this all the time. And we would talk about the uh, not the blame pie, but the achievement pie who who is more responsible for this, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? And I hear Scott constantly move it to Brady's favor over the last two years. Right. So that's kind of giving you an Belichick answer that it's guy. already been happening. It's not waiting for the future that it might happen. It's already been happening. You're hearing far more people than you used to say it was Brady. Brady was the system. Brady was everything. You know, it used to be just LaShawn McCoy saying that. Now there's far more ex-players starting to say that. It's been hurting his legacy. It's killing his legacy. And it's simultaneously making Brady's bigger and better. Can I ask one other question of you? Because I'd be interested to know what you You can ask whatever you want, Mark. Do you think which Super Bowls won by the New England Patriots, the six I'm talking about, obviously, would they not have won? If it wasn't for Bill Belichick, can we take a second and just sort of try to handicap that? I know that's a tough question. A lot goes into winning and which I'm just interested based on what won? your perception is right now, which ones they would have not won if it weren't for Bill Belichick. From I don't understand what you mean by that. I'm saying if you put in another coach, instead which Super of Bowls Belichick, of the six would they have lost? Yeah. Which ones do you think really Belichick made a huge impact in winning that suit, that championship. Whereas uh, if they had another coach, maybe they still win the championship with Tom Brady. Well, I definitely give him the first one. The first one. Absolutely. 
the Rams, and you had the game a, plan, the game plan against Pittsburgh. The game plan Pittsburgh. was fantastic, but, yep. I mean, people also, you know, forget that there was a, still an amazing amount of talent on that Patriots team. People were always talking about it like, it was the greatest show on turf. You had, like, four guys that were really good, but the Patriots also had, like, seven guys that were pretty damn good. And a few of them are Hall of Famers. So it wasn't this great, giant talent disparity that you felt like it was at the time. Well, how it many proved of those out Rams players are Hall of Famers? You know what I mean? Kurt Warner, uh, Marshall Falk, I Tory think Holt? Isaac Bruce is. Okay, and Bruce. I'm sure Torrey Holt will be or already is. Okay. But Torrey Holt was a rookie that year. Um, and maybe one of the uh, Orlando Pace, maybe. Uh, I'm trying to think of the second three. I'll give Brady the other two of the first three. I mean, it's a tough – I understand it's a tough question to ask and answer, but I'm talking about direct impact, where you – undeniable impact made by the head coach. I mean, you go through history, and you think of teams that won the Super Bowl. You know, you can't always think of, wow, okay, the head so coach Okay, go, really go to the Patriots-Seahawks Super Bowl. Yeah. Yes, we all think of that one play where it's undeniable that the coaching staff had an impact on it. But what about the rest of the game? Yeah. Like the rest of the game, you don't look at and go, oh, Bill Belichick had this masterful game plan. You don't do that. I'll give you another example. For, for example, the, um, the Super Bowl 51 over the Falcons. I feel like that run they could have made with another head coach. I thought that was a lot of Brady. I don't look at that run and say that Belichick really made it happen right here. That impact. It was the. It was a combination of Brady and stupid coaching on the other side. Right, right. So I feel like they made the comeback. Just Brady being there, not Bill Belichick, just Brady being there, I guarantee you, made all those other players feel like we can do it. Hey, we got Brady. We can come back from this. None of them were thinking, we got Belichick. We can come back from this. No, they're all thinking, we have Tom Brady. We have the greatest of all time to do this. We can come back. I'm going to say, here's what I'm going to say. And again, you'd have to go into a deep dive research experiment to really come up with an educated answer for this. I'm going to say the two Super Bowls they would have won without Belichick were Super Bowl 39, the third one there. And maybe not even that because it's hard to repeat, but I just think they had the culture and the group that would have been able to do it in that moment. And then Super Bowl 51. Those are the two they probably could have won without Bill Belichick. The other four, the game plan against Peyton Manning in the divisional round or whatever, the AFC Championship game in 2003, where they held them to whatever it was. They held them down. I think that game, that game plan might have been a big part, Belichick and why they won and how they were able to get past Manning and the Colts. And they were physical and they tried to change the rules and all of that. And then... You know, obviously what he did against Mahomes, shutting out Mahomes in the first half and then changing the culture of the defense and dominating the Rams. Okay, so you're now adding playoff games in. You know, we're just talking about Super Bowl games. Yeah, I'm talking about the whole playoff run. All right, that makes it completely different. Okay, so yeah, I'm I'm talking about the entire playoff run. I would say they would have won four of six without Belichick. He got him to six. He helped him get to six. 
So another coach comes in here, same situation, wins four? Correct. I think four Super Bowls with Brady and that team that was assembled. Interesting. Let's talk to Dan and Cranston. Hey, Dan. One of my favorite subjects. Uh, look, here's always been my problem. The, the, the thing with Scott, your line of thinking, uh, Mark, is that the, the sample size is just 11 seasons, right? So going on like 11 seasons now, that's not a yeah. small sample size. No. I mean, is, is he the losing his coaching football right now? Not yet. He's close, right? Close. He's pretty uh, close. Three games maybe? So, yeah, so here's my thing, all right? Let, let's just ignore – just anything that's Tom Brady, okay? Just just look at it this way. <clears throat> when he inherited a team, the 90 – Bill Parcells' team that went to the Super Bowl, then it was Pete Carroll, what was it, 8-8, eight 9-7, and 8-8, eight, and and eight, right? And then uh, It was 10-6, 9-7, 8-8. and, six, nine and, seven, eight and eight. It got one game worse okay, every year yeah. with Pete Carroll. All right. So there was still a pretty good nucleus of players there, which pretty much made up, you know, the early part of this whole dynasty, mostly on defense. Yeah, I mean, now, the McGinnis were already there. Ted Johnson, Brewski, Ty Law, Lawyer Malloy. Yeah, tons of plays. That's a really good nucleus. Oh yeah. The problem that I the problem that I have with this whole now his first year they they went five and eleven. Okay, mm-hmm. that's not good. That's not turning things around. That's going in the wrong direction. Um, and then the first year they were zero and two, before we all know what happened. So that's five and thirteen, and. That's we, – we can't predict what would have happened. It, would Brady maybe eventually have taken over? My guess is yes, but we can't say no. We don't know what would have happened. But there's a very solid chance that Belichick never even made it out of his second year. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. If, he went, if they went like 6-10 and 10 and 5-11, and do you think he was going to stick around? I don't. I can't we, – we can't go back and look at it that way. But irregardless – now you're talking about if his re- his record without Brady is going to be going on like 20 games under 500, pretty close to it, right? So, I mean that that's not good. That's a, if a coach coaches in this league, irregardless of any circumstance, for a decade and his 20 games under 500, he stinks. He stinks. There's no other adjective to say, but you're a failure. Am I wrong? No, it's fair, but nope. I. The, the reason I just brought up what I brought up in the question I asked Ben about trying to, trying to figure out which Super Bowl runs Bill Belichick had a direct hand in or a big impact in is because I'm trying to figure out, obviously he's lost some of what he had based on the performance without Brady, but I'm trying to figure out when he had Brady, did his performance with Brady outweigh the bad performances without him? That's why I wanted to go through that exercise. If you go back and look and just look at, like, over the 20 years, just, like, all the, you know, outside of the outliers like Gronk, like, he's always done the same thing in constructing a team his whole time here. Mm -hmm. Everything's the same. Not much has really changed, you know? It just doesn't work anymore, and we all know the reason why. And it's gotten worse, obviously, because the hits have got. I mean, there's way more misses than hits. But I I always – here's the way I'm going to look at it moving forward, no matter where he goes and what he does. He's the G-boat from now on. What do I mean by G-boat? He's the greatest benefactor of all time, meaning that he was given the golden goose and he took better advantage of it than probably anybody else would have. 
I will always give him credit for that. He's a good coach. He's one of the best defensive minds that has ever been around. And he didn't have to, you know, we always say he doesn't have to worry about the offensive side of the ball. He didn't have to do that for 20 years. And he made the defense great. He's a great defensive coach. But don't don't be fooled. Without Brady, he's just a really, really great defensive coordinator. That's what I think he always is and always will be. You know, the coach is part of it, but he's just been – there's too many years to go by, and I think if he does go somewhere with the quarterback and wins to some level, that'll just be like, okay, he's another guy who had a – you know, had a – he doesn't have to win on the Super Bowl in my mind to to be validated. But if he goes to a place – with a quarterback and fails, like I was telling you guys last week, you know what I'm saying? It's it just bad. like, it, yeah, whatever. I can go on all day. Have a good day, guys. Thanks Take care. Um, <laughs> See you, Dan. I'm just wondering, Kitch, because you've obviously made this comparison, or not this comparison, but have mentioned this before. We both have. Is Bill Belichick closer to Doc Rivers than maybe we ever thought before? You know, we always talk about Doc Rivers. Was He was coaching that team, but it was really Kevin Garnett that sort of you know, infuse that team with the culture they needed and the intensity and all those different things. Tom Brady obviously had a huge part in the Patriot way. Is is Bill Belichick closer to Doc Rivers than we thought? Nobody called Doc Rivers a genius. He was a good coach. He was good for that team in that year. Is Bill Belichick closer to him? Maybe. It's certainly possible. Um, when you look back on you know, the tenure when Brady and Belichick were together and the frustrating moments like, Oh, five, Oh, six, um, in the roster construction and how they viewed things. And, you know, you'd think the way they returned and all of a sudden in Oh seven, they bring in guys that can really make an impact on that side and really help even elevate Brady to a certain extent. And he just didn't, seem to learn his lesson that you need kind of good guys out there. Or maybe he thought his system was what made a guy like Julian Edelman, as opposed to Julian Edelman's actual God given abilities. You think you made Welker. Well, Welker had a pretty damn good season before, which is why you traded for him. Yeah. You certainly didn't make Randy Moss. I guess. Uh, it's just weird. It's weird. Cause you have a bunch of, you know, you have some talent at the beginning of the dynasty you have a great run from Troy Brown in that first season. Uh, Deion Branch comes on, and then you don't feel like you need those guys, and it it proved out that even a guy like Tom Brady needs quality guys to throw the ball to. Then you make the adjustment, get some quality guys. You go to a Super Bowl. You unfortunately lose it. Fluky, but you lose it. You get some more talent in here. Edelman's, Gronks, Hernandez, guys that are good, really good. Amendola was pretty good, too. And you win some more Super Bowls. Then you're bringing in a rookie quarterback. And it should be very crystal clear by this point that you need really talented wide receivers to make an NFL offense work. And you give a rookie quarterback garbage to throw to. Like how he's viewed roster construction over the last couple of years makes me question kind of everything about him. That's fair. Um, that's fair, and that's a good point. 2001, Troy Brown, 
I mean, that season that he had, you could it's not the greatest, but you could put that season when you combine receiver and punt returner up with any other big season a Patriots skill position player had. Uh, 2011 Gronk, 2007 Randy Moss. Obviously not as good statistically, or, but he was Brown was money that year. Catching the ball, punt returns, he made plays, he made big plays. He, that year was huge for him. Um, I, I'm just trying to think, Kitch. You know, when you go through it, it's interesting. What do you give more credit to Brady for? What do you give more credit to Belichick for? And we're talking beyond the wins. For example, Julian Edelman, I give more credit to Tom Brady for Julian Edelman. Okay, I just think Brady yeah. and they, they had a thing and good on Bill for bringing him in. Wes Welker, I give more credit to Belichick. He went out and he went for that guy. He signed that guy. He identified him, brought him traded in. Traded for him. Traded for him. So I give him a little bit more credit there. Moss, I give credit to Belichick. Like He traded for him. Okay, um, we, I'm just when you break down individual things like that, it's interesting. And Bill Belichick, to his credit, did do a I don't lot. Give him, I don't give him a lot of credit for Moss. No, I really don't at all. Okay, because um, Moss was he, he was like, what, 28? He wasn't that old. He wasn't that old. And all you gave up for him was a fourth. That's not a hard yeah. decision to make. That's I'm, not a waffling. We still did like, it, though. Gosh. We still made it. I, I'm just thinking about other teams Goody, that have won the shouldn't Super Bowl. I? Like, come think on. About, think about even the Colts. And I know they only won. Manning won, what, one Super Bowl in Indy? Um, mm -hmm. Or any team, really, that won the Super Bowl recently. Last 15 years, even. How many times do you point to the head coach even though they might be a great head coach, they establish a culture, they, they draft well, whatever. How many times do you look at the head coach and say, that right there made the difference in them winning the Super Bowl, the coach. That move there, that maneuver there made the difference. Does anything we don't, jump we don't out do at that you? with Andy Reid, and Andy Reid's you know, in the conversation of being one of the greatest coaches of all time. What did you say about Andy Reid? Do you have any memories of Andy Reid doing something specific? No, my point is we don't say that about Andy Reid, and Andy Reid's the next guy up on that best coach of the last whatever, 20 years, 25 years, in the conversation for great head coaches of all time. We don't say that about him. We know and acknowledge the greatness of Mahomes. We say Andy Reid's a good coach, but we never look at it and go, Andy Reid's coaching is what got them here. We go, God damn, Patrick Mahomes is really good. Yeah, and, and Reed skills as an offensive guru, you know, aid in what Mahomes is trying to do and what Mahomes does do. But I'm just thinking, and we're obviously intimately involved with the Patriots run over the last 20-plus years, but we have multiple occasions where we can point to a thing and say that was Belichick, the Rams game plan, the shutting down the hot Indianapolis Colts. That was a Belichick thing. And the Peyton Manning torment over those first few years of the dynasty. That was a Belichick thing. Then other things, you know, signing Welker, bringing in Danny Amendola, a money player in the play. That was a Belichick thing. Drafting Gronk was Belichick. Drafting Chandler Jones and drafting Dante Hightower in that same first round that helped change the trajectory of the Patriots defense. Belichick, the, the game plan to, to keep Mahomes off the scoreboard in the first half. That was Bella, you know, so there's, there's instances where he's had some high profile, made the pro, made an impact in high profile, high leverage situations. 
that I do think we need to keep in mind when we're having this discussion about his legacy dwindling or being hurt. That's all I'm saying. Um, all right. We need to go to break. We see Ralph. Ralph's on the board. We'll get to him. Uh, we got to get to the Celtics catch. There's a report out there that the Red Sox not in on Shohei Otani. Your thoughts on that and more. This is the Martin Kitchen Show 103.7 W. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 